Welcome to FEPS Talks, the podcast series of the Foundation for European Progressive Studies. Find out more about us on feps-europe.eu. Good day, everyone. Um, it is yet another exciting FEPS talk that we are here to propose. My name is Anja Skrzypek. I'm a director for research and training at the Foundation for European Progressive Studies. And it is an absolute thrill and honor to welcome with us Krzysztof Miszek, who is a member of the Polish Parliament of Sejm uh, from Lewica Club. He is also a deputy leader of this club. But in the previous life that he has just given away to carry on the political mission, he has been a lecturer, a PhD in international and European law, and he is a lifetime committed activist when it comes to anti-discrimination and fighting discrimination in whichever form it comes in Poland. Krzysztof, it is amazing to have you with us. Welcome. Thank you so much. Good morning, everyone. And it's a great honor to, to be with you today. Listen, I uh, have to ask you, starting from, you know, a couple of uh, um, steps back, uh, you know, you are the new wave of the left re-entering the parliament. How does that feel when the left, you know, gains the ground and enters the battle in those days? <laughs> um, it's a great feeling, but also a great opportunity to fuel political, Polish political debate with uh, progressive uh, left uh, arguments. Uh, well, uh, just like you said, Anja, I'm part of the group of uh, newcomers to the um, Polish uh, parliament. Before, in my previous life, I was very much engaged in uh, civil society actions and civil, civil society organizations. And uh, after 15 years of um, conducting uh, non-governmental uh, activities, I decided to move forward and to translate my um, non-governmental experience into political um, activities and into into the law. I'm a lawyer, so I just want to make my arguments, uh, uh, equality, non-discrimination, pro-human rights arguments, to become uh, binding laws. So that's why I decided, me and my friends from Biosna Party, Spring Party, as well as the rest of the, of the um, left organizations, uh, we decided to join forces and to um, uh, and to fight for a better world in, the, um, in, in, in new different contexts. And uh, the fight it is, because uh, one of the reasons why we are discussing that today, and of course the uh, continuity of the dialogue is very important, is the question of the rule of law and the pressure that democracy is uh, under in Poland. Just very recently, we've been alarmed by the different uh, proposals that have been put on the table. Would you Would you let us know about the context and how the left is trying to not to allow uh, the changes uh, to happen. Yeah, I mean, for the last five years, we've been witnessing in Poland, here in my country, a constant uh, fight against uh, fundamental basic values as uh, rule of law, democracy, freedom of speech, uh, equality between men and women, all those values that are homes for our uh, modern civilizations. So, well, in 2015, the process of destruction of the pillars of uh, Polish de democracy started, and it has been continued um, until um, uh, until today. Well, the, the left is uh, just like I said before. We are newcomers. For the last four years, the left party was um, outside the the parliament. So we uh, we were involved in um, civil society organizations uh, and civil society actions. We uh, we were part of demonstrations. We were part of all actions that were. 
to uh, bring some attention to the to, to the Polish situation. And now the left um, is in the parliament, which is a great success, you know, to be uh, outside the parliament for the, for the last four years and to get back to the parliament is a great um, achievement. What uh, we do now is to um, mobilize not only those who, uh, who have hearts on the left side, as we say, uh, but also those who are not interested in, uh, in politics. That's why we haven't cut our relations with um, with NGOs. We are still their voice in the parliament and we try to maintain, I mean, we try, we do maintain our relations with um, uh, with civil society, society organizations. Why, uh, why it is so much, uh, why, why it is so important to, um, uh, to maintain these, um, these relations? Because the uh, time we are going through, the pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic, it, it is a very uh, unusual time, not only because it is pandemic and it is a great threat to our, uh, to our health and economy, but also it is also, um, I would say, great opportunity for um, undemocratic forces to um, uh, to cut or to limit uh, civil liberties and friendly time for um, uh, those who do not believe in democratic uh, values. And uh, just to give you a few examples, um, last few weeks uh, brought some uh, significant uh, attempts and also some attempts which were ended with, uh, I would say, success for the undemocratic uh, forces uh, here in Poland. Well, while the all nation and all forces are involved uh, involved in the in the fight against uh, pandemic, the governing the, the ruling party, Law and Justice, is um, introducing new uh, law proposals like uh, limiting the access for abortion to abortion for uh, for Polish women. Uh, while I mean, why they um, uh, proposing this uh, this kind of uh, uh, or supporting this kind of initiative because the uh, all the people are locked uh, in their houses, in their homes, and we are not able to go uh, to protest uh, outside. At the same time, the, the governing uh, uh, party is supporting, as I would say, outrageous uh, draft law concerning uh, limiting or actually abolishing the the access to uh, sex uh, education. Uh, so see that uh, this uh, very worrying trends where regular people are busy with with their daily problems with uh, losing their job, with uh, health problems. At the same time, the undemocratic um, forces are trying to uh, to impose undemocratic vision of the state and undemocratic vision uh, in terms of human rights uh, as much as they can. This is a very worrying uh, record of uh, proposals because you've mentioned abortion and of course we all have been seeing the, uh, the street protests, uh, the question of sexual education. But uh, there is more that uh, uh, law and justice uh, has in planning, isn't there? Of course. Well, in hard times, it is kind of uh, world tendency, the tendency that uh, uh, in hard times and difficult times like the coronavirus pandemic, people are or citizens are uh, willing to put their trust into um, uh, into those who are, who are ruling or who, uh, into the um, government um, uh, hands. And what we see the law and justice is doing, it is not only uh, regular restrictions that can be uh, imposed on the society in a difficult times. This right to limit some civil liberties are um, regulated not only in the Polish constitution, but also in the European Convention of Human, of Human Rights. And this is, of course, something which uh, we have to, well, agree with. 
that in difficult times, civil uh, liberties, human rights can be limited. But, well, uh, where are the limits of this limitation? To my mind, the law and justice is trying to push those limits as much as they can. For example, Uh, they were trying to impose the law to control our communication, our uh, tools like letters, emails, uh, telephone uh, calls. They were saying, this is all for your good. We have to uh, control the disease, so that's why we have to control you. And as other similar uh, limitations that uh, law and justice is trying to impose. Well, we are going, uh, in the next two weeks, Poland is supposed to hold um, a presidential election. This is a great time for uh, those who do not believe in democratic values. Well, we have several presidential candidates and only one candidate was able to run his presidential campaign. This is the current president, Andrzej Duda, because he's got unlimited access to the public TV and public radio. The rest of the candidates, they're actually uh, locked in their house, uh, in their houses, and the only way they can uh, run their campaigns in case is, uh, I don't know, Facebook, Twitter, and other uh, social media tools. So just, I mean, what I want to say and what I want to highlight now is that uh, pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic period uh, is extremely used, actually, I would say abused <laughs> to, um, uh, in order to silence the, the opposition, to silence the, um, the, uh, the counter-candidates, counter-candidates to the uh, current uh, president. Um, so uh, I'm a new member of the, of the Polish parliament and I see how we work in the parliament. We decided in the good way, uh, and we are great in the good way to uh, not to expose the members of the parliament for infections. So we decided to vote from our, our homes to, to, to run the, to conduct the voting uh, process uh, from our tablets. And so what, what happened? All the um, internal procedure of the, uh, of the work of the parliament are actually broken every day. That are being broken every day, and uh, because we are not having access to the building of the parliament, our rights as uh, uh, opposition parliamentarians uh, are extremely limited. So uh, what I want to say is, uh, I really want our uh, listeners to uh, internalize that we have to be cautious. And uh, while we we were all fighting with with uh, with a pandemic, and we. Have, we have to have uh, bear in mind that uh, all dark forces are only waiting for for sad times, and they want to impose their vision, undemocratic vision of their world uh, during these um, this dark times. Thank you for this uh, very uh, in, insightful response. I have to say, and underline for uh, all those listening, is that uh, Krzysztof uh, has put uh, all his officers and volunteers at the service of elderly in Poland in the last week, because whilst they were locked in confinement, uh, the state uh, that seems to be so overpowering has not uh, been very much caring for how to uh, um, how to help especially elderly citizens to go through the lockdown but uh, now uh, whilst we are getting towards a bit of the uh, ending time of our very exciting conversation I'd like to ask you still two questions and the first of them being uh, you are a lawyer you have uh, a very vast experience when it comes to the European uh, Union and the EU law you are yourself a member of the um, Council of Europe Parliamentary Assembly and whilst uh, you know everybody is worried about the situation in Poland there is much of a question what that is that specifically European Union can do uh, because as you mentioned uh, the coronavirus is a tragedy which is being abused uh, by uh, uh, the uh, people in power 
And at the same time, uh, there's an argument being forged that if the country derails from democracy and the rule of law, the country cannot be trusted. So, you know, what response can there be so that on one side the European Union does not uh, lead on those who believe in that in Poland, and on the other hand, there is no argument to be made about democratic interference from the pan-European institutions. Well, uh, there's one thing I will I have to add. That just like I said before, the undemocratic forces they are abusing this uh, hard uh, pandemic uh, time to impose their version of the world, but also. And what we are witnessing, not only in Poland, but especially in Poland, but also in Hungary, in Italy, um, the anti-European um, Union rhetorics. There are, there are plenty of fake news around uh, saying that the European Union is failing, the European Union is not helping, the European Union is um, uh, powerless, and uh, all the... Um, and we have to get back to this conversation and debate about uh, national governments and, and the competences of uh, national government. And this is a the great challenge for all progressive um, forces, political forces, uh, to highlight the uh, the role of the European Union. We are every day, also uh, myself, we are uh, talking with people, but also in media, that European Union is, it is a test for a European Union um, and this how we react, how the European Union should react, but also to spread the good news uh, what European Union is already doing uh, for um, for national states uh, to enhance them in terms of uh, fighting against uh, against pandemic. And so myself, I mean, I'm every day actually in Polish media, and I'm always repeating that European Union reacted quite quickly and allowed to use uh, uh, billions of euros that were initially the aim of them were was uh, to spend on other issues but now we we, we see that european union allowed to, to use this uh, billions of euros to fight the uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic so it is also a grand challenge for all progressive politicians and activists to to, to underline that especially in these times hard times european union is needed because we have to cooperate we have to do uh, things together the solidarity uh, is needed and there is no need to to undermine the uh, the values European uh, Union values, but what we see also in Poland, just to end with with uh, unfortunately with um, with a pessimistic um, uh, accent, that uh, Polish government is trying to undermine the role of the European Union, not only in terms of the fight uh, against coronavirus pandemic, but also they are blaming European Union for um, uh, for other issues and they undermining the mandate of the European Union to maintain the discussion about democracy and rule of law in Poland or in Hungary. They are trying to convince the society that because European Union is failing uh, in terms of uh, the, uh, the fight against the pandemic, so that's why they have all they, they don't have a the European Union doesn't have a mandate to to discuss the fundamental democratic values in in Poland. So my appeal is not only to the politicians but also to the uh, people uh, who believe in the project of European Union that we have to be strong and we have to be very firm in terms of uh, uh, under underlying. The European Union is the only way to fight uh, the, the hard and uh, terrible times of coronavirus pandemic. 
Thank you very much. I just have very last question to uh, to finish off uh, after this uh, very powerful appeal that, uh, you know, to the hearts of us all progressive Europeans is an amazing message to hear, of course. Um, yesterday, uh, you were detained to go on a mission, which is actually a very sad mission because of the national forests burning in Poland. Yeah. Um, I want to finish off by asking, because you've made this very much of a message that, you know, Poland is there, is ready to cooperate. Statistics are saying that Polish population, in theory, is one of the most pro-European, but where there is a lot of questions, the question of the environment and the new Green Deal. Do you think that after the pandemic uh, crisis has been sort of uh, maintained, tackled uh, in a way that we could proceed with the other dossiers, do you think that there is a space for Poland to move in and participate in the Green Deal, moving beyond the opt-out that has been put on the table before? Well, just like you said uh, yesterday, I went on a mission to the great, beautiful piece of, I mean, uh, part of Poland, which is Biebrza um, uh, National Park. Huge, uh, amazing swamps, which are very rare um, uh, in Europe. And we see that the swamps are burning, which is a kind of outrageous, uh, uh, outrageous picture. And um, have the, the hope. I just, I'm just more and more convinced that this kind of, uh, of phenomenon as burning swamps will have to convince the, all the all those who are skeptical in terms of the new green deal that we have to be in this that we have to get in that we have to get on board because without uh, changing uh, our minds and without changing our vision into the uh, green side pictures like from yesterday that the swamps and uh, the surroundings of the lakes are burning will um, uh, will be a daily daily view and daily picture for for next generation so we can't uh, agree for that. And that's why all the progressives are obliged to put more and more energy to convince all those uh, uh, skeptics that we have to be together with the European Union, uh, with the European uh, family, and we have to totally change our vision uh, for the next 50 years. Krzysztof Śmiszek, uh, PhD in European law, deputy leader of uh, Lewica Parliamentary Club, a uh, uh, wholeheartedly devoted, committed activist against discrimination in favor of the rule of law, one of the first protestants when it came to the question of limitations of abortion, of uh, cutting down the Supreme Court powers of sexual education, the believer in the European Green Deal has been our guest. Christoph, it has been privileged to be uh, private to your thoughts, which will be uh, very, very, very thrilled to uh, now broadcast to the European audience. Thank you very much uh, and uh, good luck with all the fights because our eyes are definitely spot on you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and all the best. Uh, good times are ahead. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for your attention. If you found our conversation interesting, do not hesitate to share it on social media with the hashtag FEPSTalks. More is yet to come. Stay tuned. <laughs>